podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for Saturday, September 26th. 2020. I am your host, Andy Vaughan, and with me is Gordo. Gordo, Hello. how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I am jo- we are Johnless this week. Johnless in Seattle is the, we uh, are. Is the title. No John, no John Walker this week, so you've got the two of us. Um, the show will be as normal. Thanks very much, uh, everyone, for tuning in. I guess the first thing, Gordo, is to look back on last week's results, which was yep. a rather fantastic weekend for me once again. Yep. Uh, <sighs> Not so great for yourself and John, really. No, I uh, I went outsider only, which is an interesting way to do the weekend. Then so I, say not, I, say, in. I say not so great for John. That, that's really disingenuous. John's banker and value came in, and see if you get those two, that's that's standard good week. That's yeah, okay. So just um, having your outsider is not a, a, a good week, is that? That's a that's a bad week, G man. Yeah. Um, it was, Can't win it, them all. One bad pick. There was one actually bad pick in the the other two. Might, might that have been the one that I pointed out on you last week? You may have referenced that, that, I, that you did not like the pick, it. and that you would not be surprised if I would be on this show saying that was a bad pick this week. So, but yeah. So how did you right, take us through yours then? Take us through the winning. Yeah, we'll run, through, run through them all. So my banker last week was Kawasaki Frontale, as it is most weeks, and they won. Comfortably 3-0 away at the Urawa Red Diamonds at odds of uh, 1-2. So a nice big banker win. Nice. Uh, John, he took Arsenal versus West Ham, a home win. This game was not as comfortable as he predicted or as I thought it would be. Uh, Arsenal won that game 2-1 with a late goal. So his banker came in too. My banker was on Sunday. It was I had Roma versus uh, Verona to be a over one point five goals. It finished nil nil. There were sixteen shots from each team. It was a, a battering that's never happened. So it's it, like I could not have predicted it was going to be a nil nil. I mean, I looked at all the previous scores and various different things, and it looked like it was heading towards a game with goals in it. Uh, that wasn't the bad pick. That was just an unfortunate <laughs> game. <laughs> Which is, that, that, that's that's not, saying something. Yeah, that's, that, that one to four shot that I put on that finished nil nil wasn't a bad pick. That wasn't I mean. the bad shout. So, uh, but yeah, a, a poor poor week for me. But the banker was yeah bad. Values. Uh, my value was FC Tokyo to win at home against Vagaltas and I. Uh, just under even money here. Uh, I took them at three to four, and they went ahead and won one nil. Decent, uh, John. Value last week was Chelsea versus Liverpool over one and a half second half goals, as he tends to do for his value pick, um, and that came in because Liverpool won the game two 0 with both of their goals coming in the second half. Yeah, he has Kepa Arazabliaga to thank for that one with an absolute howler. Of I can't understand how that guy can be a goalkeeper at a professional level. Like he gives away so many of them. Like he's almost as bad as. Um, when we had Carius, remember Liverpool's keeper Carius? I remember Carius, yeah, yeah. Who just launched the ball at Gareth Bale during the Champions League final. Um, I mean, I mean, keepers make mistakes, but but you would say if you were looking through that entire Chelsea team and you said, right, you've got you've got money to to change one player. You know, if they were yeah. a fantasy team and you get your one your one transfer a game week, he'd be the name on the list you're getting out well, and, and replacing replacing for someone. Um, that's definitely more dependable and more reliable. But still, myself and John both 
both value yeah, yeah. bets then. No, you nailed your values. Uh, my value was my most confident pick of the week. Um, I, I hammed up pretty up something offer to be honest when it comes to that I had uh, Paris FC at home to Nancy couldn't see why Paris FC were were, were, were over even money to, to play this game and they lost 2-0 um, I'd go suspended for Paris a couple of times but I don't even think they were that close to be honest yeah. just an anomaly on that week for them I think they'll come back and they're, they're not featuring this week for me they're taking on um New York, who are top of the league, that either of those teams could go on and win that game. But again, I, I, I am irritated by Paris FC. But again, they are not the worst pick that I made this week. We will get to them. My outsider was FC Norgeland away at Odense. Uh, Norgeland at the big, the big price of twenty three to ten. Um, and the reason I took this is I think these two teams are pretty much equal in terms of talent, and it'll be around each other uh, come the end of the season. So the fact I was getting one of them uh, at big price of 23 to 10 meant I'd quite happily take them based on the odds. Uh, the bet didn't come in. The game ended one each. So as far as my my prediction of these two teams being about equal is concerned, that, that was spot on. Yeah. Uh, the, the coin flip just didn't didn't fall in Norgeland's favour, but I'm still happy with the bet at that big price. John's outsider was Valencia and away win at Celta Vigo. That didn't come in. Uh, Valencia lost. 2-1, uh, they were down at half-time, they equalised, but then went on to lose the bit. And I had my only shining light in this week. And, this was... was, and what a start to this week this was as well, because this this was a Friday night. I like a Friday night. I like a Friday, I haven't taken any Friday night games this week, but I do like a Friday night game. This was Bastia away at Villefranche. Bastia were up 2-0 within 25 minutes and won the game 3-0 at 8-5. Like, that's a huge price for that. So... Uh, was very pleased with that, and that's the, the mega coupon had started off well, and there's a couple of folk in the group congratulating us on that pick. So that was a good start to the weekend. Unfortunately, I could not follow up with any further picks. However, a nice three-wheel win for Bastia. Nice to get an outsider in. And then, of course, we do our charity treble, which is a pick from each of us, £10 of our own money going on the treble, and the proceeds going to charity. My charity pick was Leeds to win at home to Fulham. Um, if you'd put this bet on it, bet365, it, it paid out nice and early, but it ended up being quite the goal fest. Uh, Leeds four, Fulham three. Uh, so a winner for me in this week's charity. Uh, John took a rather speculative charity shout. It took Scott Brown to be booked in the Celtic versus Livingston game and at odds of 4-1, to one, so, so a rather ambitious pick. Uh, the game ended 3-2 in Celtic's favour and there were only two bookings in the match, neither of which was Scott Brown. Yeah, did see that. I mean, he was. All, I think he was along the right lines. Scott Brown didn't actually make a lift. Going back through it and having a look on Twitter, there wasn't that many people saying, oh, he should have been booked for that or anything. Yeah. They, they had a pretty clean game, but I like, I like a 4-1 pick at any point, so I will not do that. But my worst pick of the week was Werder Bremen versus Hertha, where I took if only, If only someone had warned you that this was a bad pick. And if I had better friends, they would have. Um, like, like, you know, go back and listen to last week's podcast. Maybe Gary Black, can, our producer, can cut the bit where I say how much I hated this pick. Andy looks really angry and sad by this pick. I'm not, I'm not angry and I'm not sad. I just don't like the pick. And you were right to hate it as Hertha went up 2-0 within the first half and went on to win the game 3-1. So Four. Was it 4-1, a final score? 4-1. Four, four, one. One. Yeah, yes. Let's, was, let's, not, let's, let's not tell lies and gloss over how bad a pick this was. I mean, it was I've, already, I've mentioned with every pick four, that I've made four, how one. bad it was. <laughs> In um, terms of Hertha. Overall, though, 
um, for the week, I, I, I did pretty well with the, the three out of four coming in. I also mixed up our, our picks uh, to good effect. Um, I had a, a large double on Arsenal and Leeds, um, which came well. And I saw uh, quite a few members of our Facebook group as well doing quite well this weekend. So yeah. this is in a good place for, for the weekend coming up. Absolutely. So you'll be pleased to me. I'm no, I'm staying away from most of the leagues that I picked last week. So that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, a poor poor week on my part that started very well, which is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, let's just go and win it this week. I mentioned the Facebook group there. We have a community on Facebook. If you search the Trampled Bet podcast, if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show and you want to get involved, join the group. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Uh, account which provides extra content and also helps you give something back if you enjoy the show and you want to uh, to help us with the running costs of it we've been doing this for uh, three years now uh, pretty successfully uh, but it does come with with its own costs uh, with uh, servers websites etc etc so patreon.com forward slash trampled bet and for around six dollars fifty a month, it's called the Trample Bet Club. Uh, you can you can throw some money our way to help with those costs, and it is greatly appreciated. And you do get access to a lot of extra content, so midweek football episodes. Uh, John regularly does UFC episodes. Gordon and I had uh, the US Open golf episode last week. I'm just waiting for Gordon to pay me out on my Web Simpson, Web Simpson to do better bet. than Jason Day bet. Uh, he was only how many shots behind 15 or something he was well ridiculous he was well away um but it was a it was a uh, yeah the, the u.s open episode was very good for us actually i mean we had three of the top 10 tipped to each way um three you, the top eight well you three of the top eight sorry you had uh xander Shoffley and webb simpson and what- and the aforementioned Webb Simpson and yourself with <laughs> Zach Johnson. It was 175 to one, which is which is pretty That's incredible. Good. It was nice to get. It was nice to get a return on that. Unfortunately, his his miss putt at the end cost me uh, about 40 quid on my uh, two pound fifty each way on him. Um, but I, I, it was very good to be watching the US Open and see some of our guys up there at the top. So. And we'll do another uh, golf podcast for the US Masters, um, which is coming up this year. And we regularly do other sports as well. We've got the baseball season uh, coming to a conclusion soon. And myself and Gordo will be all over that. So Facebook group, search Trample Bet on Facebook. Join up, be a part of the community. And if you can, you want to help us out, Trample Bet on Patreon. Join the Trample Bet Club. Welcome in. So let's move on to this week's picks. Uh, John, while not able to make the recording of the show, has already sent us our picks. So I think just in the interest of keeping the podcast as standard as possible, let's lead. With yeah, with John's, John's picks, picks absolutely. I like I like going last. Um, and then myself, and and then you, G man. So John's banker this week, um, and just I guess. We're in the habit now that we've been doing this so often and we've got such a regular listen, listenership that we don't really explain what happens here. <laughs> so maybe now's yeah, a good time a, to do a, that. Yeah. Uh, we each pick a banker bet, which is the bet of the weekend that we think is, is close to a certainty of coming in as possible. We then all pick a value bet. Um, and that's where we think the odds are better than the chance of it happening. So you'll get a, a better payout. These all tend to be around even money. Then we pick an outsider bet. So that's uh, something generally in the region of around two to one plus. 
Um, they're the three core bets, and then we do our charity bet, which is a treble, uh, £10 of our own money on the treble, and the winnings go to charity. Yes. So here are the picks for the weekend of Saturday, September 26th. John takes us to Germany and starts in the Bundesliga, and as he does so often, he'll be taking a goal in the second half, this time in the game between Mönchengladbach and Union Berlin. So that's over 0.5 goals in the second half, which you can get just now on Bet365 at odds of 2 to 11. Yep, that is a typical John pick there uh, around those odds. But uh, yeah, it, I, I wouldn't would be very unsurprised if that if that doesn't roll in. So Andy, where are you for your pick? I was, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to work out the double negative you just I, hit me I, with. I, I was going with, I was very, very, surpri- <laughs> I'd be I'd very be, surprised I, if I, I would not come in. I would not be very unsurprised. Do you know what? I, I, think even, I, I think I know what you meant, right? John's pick's good. See, I was going to, that's how you cover yourself up in that. So, like, next week I can go, oh, well, you could, I put a double negative in there. Yeah, I see <laughs> John's pick, I wasn't very happy with, but it didn't come in. But yeah, I assume I, you're taking us to Japan for your pick. I, I have indeed. So, John's goal in the second half pick is predictable. My banker is even more predictable. Sunday at 11 a.m. in the Japanese J League. We have two of the teams that feature a lot on my picks. Shonen versus Kawasaki Frontail. I regularly back Shonen to lose. I regularly back Kawasaki to win. So this is the absolute perfect matchup. Uh, members of the Facebook group will have seen I pointed this game out last weekend going, I cannot wait for this moment. So Kawasaki, best team in the league. Uh, Shonen are one of the worst. This will be an absolute hammering. Um, I'm surprised you're even getting odds as big as one to four for an away win here. Uh, Kawasaki beat the Uruba Red Diamonds 3-0 last weekend. Um, they then beat Yokohama 3-2 midweek. 50 points from 19 matches. Miles in front at the top of the J-League. 58 goals scored, only 18 conceded across 19 matches. Shonen are dead last. So they've only got nine points from their 17 games. They've only scored 14 goals. They scored less than a goal a game. In a league that's known for really high scoring Goal fests, yeah. Uh, they've conceded 30. So if you're new to the podcast, right, uh, uh, Kawasaki are a team that, that feature almost every week. Um, I tipped them up to win the league at the beginning of the year at 6-4. to four. Um, they're, they're Basically, they sh- Bookie should have paid this out already without even yeah. half the season being done yet. Uh, I would... I'm going to take them as the banker at one to four. This is just guaranteed that they'll win this game. But look at halftime, full time. Look at handicaps. Look at minus one. Look at minus two. You know, even look at minus three here. Um, I, I really think this could be an absolute slaughtering. So Kawasaki Frontale. This was the week I thought you were going to do all four of your picks as Kawasaki Frontale, but with various different things. So take them at negative one for the value, negative two for the outsider, <laughs> and for the banker, just take them half-time, full-time. Um, I I mean, take- that, that, do you know what? That's a great idea. I just want to give people variety on the show. Oh, yeah, that, definitely. That, I will be putting all of those bets on. As part of a... Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. But yeah, it's, it's an absolute certainty is, is, is that one. And yeah, they've been so... Showing them off. Um, I am taking us to Sweden and the second division, the Super Etan, and my banker pick this week, looking to redeem from last week, is Halmstad at home to Ljungskiel. Now, Ljungskiel are bad. They have only picked up one point from the last five games. That was against AFC Elsik Stuna, who are down at the bottom of the league with them. They lost to Orgright 4-0. They lost to Acropolis 1-0. They lost to Degerfors 4-1. They lost to Sundsvall 4-1. 
Halmstad are second in the league and they're chasing Degger for 19 games played, 30, uh, 38 points. Leung Skill have played 19 games and have got 15 points from them. This is a, a clash of top versus bottom, um, or second top versus bottom. Halmstad from their 10 home games have got 19 points. Away from home all season, Leung Skill and their 10 games have taken three points and one of them was against uh, AFC L6 Stuna. This is a comfortable home win for me. You're getting them at one to three, which is quite big odds mm-hmm. for a banker there. This game's actually on uh, Sunday. Um, no, this game is on Saturday for me. This is one of my Saturday games. Uh, 16.30. I thought I'd come back this week with a much better banker. So uh, Halmstad at home to Leung Skill. So that's odds of one of three, one of four for mine and two to 11 for John. So I'll be mm-hmm. backing the banker treble um, as I do every single week. Taking us on to the value bets, uh, John's game again is on Saturday. It's again in the, the German Bundesliga. And again, he's looking at the second half goals market. This game's Augsburg versus Dortmund. And he's looking over one and a half second half goals at odds of five to seven. So this is two or more second half goals, essentially. Uh, and you're getting just under even money for that pick. I like it. I mean, with, with John's ones, he, he seems to do very well predicting goals in games. So, uh, yeah, happy with that. I am back in Japan for my value bet. This game is Sunday at 5am. So a nice early start. Oh, 5 a. M. nice UK it's good one. Yeah. There were three games I could have picked for the value bet. Right, I think there's that much value to be had in Japan this weekend. Just the way that the fixtures are lined up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teams that are around even money and their opponents that are around two to one. Um, and I think there's there's value on the sides around even money. So I've picked this one. It's Vigalta Sendai against Serezzo Osaka. Um, while in my banker it was top v bottom, this is second top v second bottom. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're getting the second top of the league teams see Osaka at eleven to ten. So better than even money, which that I is like spicy. That isn't it? Yeah. So. The big odds on offer, I mean, I'll take this one. I'll mention the other two games later as part of the part of the charity bet section. Uh, so Siozaka, as I say, second in the table, 39 points from 19 games, 27 scored, 18 conceded. Uh, Vigaltas and I second bottom, they only have 11 points, 16 goals scored and double that, 32 conceded. Form-wise, Sendai have lost their last five league matches in a row, so just five straight losses. A combined scoreline of 13 to 3. Um, Osaka, I think one of the reasons you're getting such a big price on them is if you look at the form table, they've actually come off a couple of losses in a row, but they were against two decent teams. They lost to the Kashima Antlers last weekend. They lost to Tokyo midweek. There's absolutely no shame in that. And they're still second top of the league. They won yeah. three games before <laughs> that. It's the perfect spot for them to bounce back and get a nice confidence boosting win. Odds of 11 to 10 are super generous. Uh, I, I really like this bet. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I implore your your knowledge of Japan generally steers as well, so I'm quite happy with that one there. I'm taking this to a league, well, a country I'm very comfortable with, but a league that I don't often bet on. This is French League One, the premium French league, the imposter league, in my opinion. Um, so, but I am taking Monaco at home to Strasbourg, and this game is on Sunday. It's live on BT Sport. It is at two o'clock. Now, Monaco had a rough season last year. They were pretty poor overall. We backed against them a few times, but not as poor as Strasbourg. Now, Strasbourg are pretty bad. In fact, this season they've been god-awful thus far. They spawned out a win at the week, at the weekend when they were playing at Dijon, and that was their first win away from home, first win that they'd had in five games. They'd lost five straight games prior to that. Um, 
I really like Monaco in this spot here. Strasbourg have played two away games so far in the French League. The French League, uh, the French top division has been four games in. Strasbourg have three points from their four games. Monaco have seven points from their four games. Now, Strasbourg have played two away. They're playing this game away again. They've lost both. They lost to recently promoted Lorient and they lost to, at the moment, top of the league, San Etienne. So I fancy Monaco in this spot here. They're around even money. I seen them earlier on today at six to seven, and get them at five to six. I imagine that'll probably drift up to about even money. Generally on the day, um, we get a difference of odds when it comes to our prediction being on Thursday. Now Monaco have um, Monaco have been pretty good uh, uh, this year. They started very poorly. Thierry Henry was managing them, I think, for last yeah. season for parts of it. They don't have him any, in anymore. So uh, Monaco's games, they've so far beaten Nolt 2-1. They've beaten Monaco 3-2 and they've beaten Mets uh, away. Hang on. Uh, did you just say Monaco have beaten themselves? No, they beat Mets. Did I say Nice or did I say, did I say Monaco no, beat said Monaco? Monaco. Yeah, yeah. Well, Monaco have beat Monaco. If you, <laughs> um, so the only game that they've lost so far in the league has been against uh, Rong, who... We talked about you can't be right or you can't you can't be wrong. Um, who are a very very good team at home. They they have the only team that had beaten them for a long while was Celtic. That's that's the only team that, that yeah. actually given them a, a doing there. So anyway, I'm taking Monaco at home to Strasbourg. You're getting them around even money. Moving on to the outsiders, this is where we try and look for bigger odds picks that we think have a decent chance of coming in. Um, although they are definitely not stick ons. These are these are speculative shouts. Uh, John's game again on the Saturday. He's in La Liga this time. Betis versus Real Madrid. And he's taking the home team Betis to win at odds of 3-1. to one. Uh, Gordon, do you have any any thoughts on that game? Spain's not a, not a league that I really concentrate on. I'm more in Germany and uh, the Nordics in, in Japan. Again, I don't really have much to contribute when it comes to John's picks, when it comes to outsiders. I much prefer to take my outsiders either from around Scandinavia or somewhere in Japan or even the lower French divisions. But Spain has never been a particular strong point of mine. I'm happy for John to be taking them, uh, um, but they're his outsider. It's all on you, John. In John, <laughs> um, in John Walker, we trust. And John so Walker, Betis, we trust. A Real Betis win against Real Madrid. You know, I've definitely heard of them. I don't think they're up to much. No, I, I, <laughs> they've, they've, been, they've been all right of recent. All right. <laughs> so I Betis win at odds of three to one. Um, for my outsider, I've left Japan. I'm in Germany. Uh, Friday evening game this, uh, half past seven UK time. And it's Hertha Berlin against Frankfurt. Uh, this game's live on BT Sport 1. Um, so, you, so you can watch the game if you, have a, if you have a bet on it. Hertha, obviously part of your charity bet last week, Gordon. And on, the, on last week's podcast, I did say I quite like the look of Hertha Berlin. I don't think I don't think they're a bad team. I do think Werder Bremen are a bad team. Yes. Um, and, I, and I wasn't surprised to see Hertha win that game 4-1. Uh, they were also, as you mentioned earlier, 2-0 up at half time. Yeah. Um, Frankfurt got a 1-1 draw at home against newly promoted Armenia Bielefeld. Yes. Now, if you're, if you're Eintracht Frankfurt, that's not a good result. No, that is very and, much um, not a good result. And while it was nil-nil at halftime, Bielefeld took the lead and Frankfurt had to drag themselves back into that, eventually getting that 1-1 draw. So I think Frankfurt generally are a team that start reasonably slowly. Hertha are a team that's, you know, if they go ahead, um, they, they like to press from the front. Hertha have scored the opening goal in their last four home games. They've led 1-0 at the break in three of them. 
Frankfurt have conceded the opening goal in 12 of their last 17 away games. That's obviously going back into last season. Uh, and we're behind at halftime in nine of them. So adding all those things together, I quite like the look of Hertha Berlin leading this match at halftime. So winning the first half, um, and I think you'll get that at odds of two to one. Okay. Um, having seen you bet on halftime games, can you confirm that you'll be placing a bet on this at halftime, considering I should then go and back a 46th minute goal? That <laughs> 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 thing that happened, that, what, did that happen two or three times last oh. season? And t- teams I had to win the first half were drawing at halftime, and then after 47 minutes, winning just bang one in yeah that's it come back back out half time as if the boss was like just had your face on the board like right he's done <laughs> out there have fun uh i mean that that wouldn't surprise me you know nil nil half time but hertha hertha like to score first yeah frankfurt like to concede, concede. The, well, i don't know if they like it but yeah. they do it oh, all about concede the first goal <laughs> they concede the first goal and then come back into it so it's just whether half time you know that 45 minute mark is going to fall between those events. Well, I mean... And I hope it does. Hertha, when they were playing against Werder Bremen, uh, I had suspension twice, once before the goals, and once again during the first half. So they could have... They've, they've clearly had four chances in there that were good enough to suspend betting. Yeah. So, yeah. I, 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 I like it, and it's, it's, a big, it's a big price at around two to one. So okay. happy, happy for that to be the outsider. I like it. I like it. Andy, ask me where I'm going from outsider. Where are you going for your outsider G Japan? Japan. <laughs> um, so I am in Japan. I'm in Japan, and I'm in the J2 League, and I'm going back to a team that I've had quite a lot of success with over the last couple of well, about a couple of months now. It's Kitakyushu away at Verdi. So top of the table, Kitakyushu by one point at the moment. I must add, Tokushima and Vivar and Nagasaki are both. Well, Tokushima are 43 points. Vivar and Nagasaki are in 40 points. Host. 11th place with 28 points from their 21 games, Verdi. Now, if you look at the form table for these two teams, Kitakyushu have been okay over the last five games. They've got nine points from them. Verdi have four points from the last five games. However, Kitakyushu are getting these points away from home. That's where all of their points are coming at the moment. They beat Yamagata 2-0. They beat Ihime 1-0. They drew two. These are all their away results. They drew two each with uh, Tagichi in a game that they went down 2-0. Uh, they beat Omiya and Kusatsu 4-1 and 2-1 respectively. Verdi's home form hasn't been very good. They lost to uh, Kusatsu. They lost to Ihime. They beat Kyoto. They beat Yamaga. But they lost to Ryuku. Now, They've only taken two wins from the last five games at home, whereas Kitakyushu have taken four wins and a draw from the last five away games. Kitakyushu in this matchup don't always have the best of it. Overall, if you look back, the last 2016 was the last time this played because the teams have moved. It was a one-each draw. Mm -hmm. Um, And Verdi won the one previous in 2015. However, this is a much different team. This is a team who are going to continually be pursuing staying top of this league. And you're going to get them at 12 to 5. That's a big, big price. It's a big price in a spot that they like. Like Kitakyushu seem to be doing very well. I mean, even uh, Verdi's home, uh, even Verdi's away form hasn't been very good of recent either. If you just look at their results overall, as opposed to looking their away, specific, their home specific form, they've only got four points from their last five games. They've lost to some not very good teams. I really fancy Kitakyushu to go and do this. And my outsiders have come in the last two weeks on a trot. So let's make it a 
stuck at a lucky third week in Japan and uh, take them at 12 to 5. It's a, it's a bit it's a big price the reasoning sounds great uh, it's not a league while I uh, love the J league um and and watch it religiously the lower divisions in Japan isn't something that I, that I follow with any real particular interest um and as John always says they're outsiders for a reason you can't be too critical of exactly a, of, an outsider, I mean, of an only, outsider pick the only thing I'd bring up um is that the last time these teams played uh, with the fixture being the other way around. So with Kitakyushu were at home, it was a 2-1 win to Kitakyushu, and that was in August. So they've got a history at the moment of beating them. Let's continue that form on. And uh, yeah, I'm quite happy with that pick. They are the main picks for the weekend of Saturday, September 26th. Moving on to the charity bet. And before we do that, we can have a quick word from our sponsors. Tired of looking at the same old grey walls every single day? Bored of the same conventional paintings and photographs hanging listlessly in your home? Not anymore! With Moss by Heather, we bring the outside inside. Moss by Heather provide a bespoke handmade botanical artwork and deliver it straight to your door. That's right, real botanical wall-hung artwork for interior design that is sure to brighten up your home. Moss by Heather make products on request and can feature any design. So what are you waiting for? Get in touch with Moss by Heather today using their Instagram page, Moss by Heather. It's on Moss by Heather Instagram page that you can browse hundreds of examples of their world-class handiwork and gain inspiration for your new masterpiece. Don't delay. Look up Moss by Heather today. Terms and conditions apply. So he has done that because this week, Boss by Heather have sponsored our charity bet. So uh, you'll have heard the beautiful ad we've put together for Boss by Heather just seconds ago, but they have contributed the £10 this week uh, to go to a charity of their choice. They haven't got back to us with the charity as of yet. Um, if they don't, it'll go to our usual charity, which is the Beatson. If they do, it'll go to the charity of their choice. And uh, hopefully this week I will bring a charity winner into uh, us because I've really struggled with this. Fortunately, as he's done many times in my life, Scott Brown has bailed me out of that uh, last week. Um, so yeah, so let's start with John's then. What's, what's his John's. charity pick? So £10, uh, this time provided very kindly um, by Moss by Heather, going on a treble featuring the following three picks. John's pick, uh, La Liga again, Valencia versus Huesca. And he's taking a Valencia home win at odds of even money. Okay. <laughs> That's all I can okay. say. That's just with Spain. John's out here this week. So, you know, he get he's written his picks in and we will take them at face value. Right. Uh, my my charity bet, I am in Japan. And I I could pick from either of the two other picks that could have been my value or or the original one, Gordon, do you want to do some sort of random numbering system here or should I just go with, go uh, with what it was originally? So, so can I pick one to three here? Is this the, so you're saying you've got three picks. Can you go in reverse order, please? Uh, yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've got three different picks, but the one that was originally, and I'm going to stick with, yeah. is Nagoya versus Shimizu S-Pulse at 6am on Saturday morning in the, the Japanese J-League. A home win for Nagoya is odds of four to seven. So regular listeners and, and uh, Facebook group members will know uh, backing against Shimizu S-Pulse is usually a very, very clever move in the J-League. And Nagoya, their opponents this week, are a solid top six side. 
and they're also much better at home than they are away from home, Nagoya. Mm-hmm. Uh, so them being at home against Shimizu is just a nice matchup here. Uh, Shimizu got a good and very much needed three points last weekend, so they've moved up to third bottom in the table now. But that that win was against bottom of the league, Shonen, like basically the only other team that's worse than them. <laughs> yeah, the only other team. <laughs> <they've> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so so don't read too much into the fact they finally got a win, right? <laughs> They'll struggle against the decent team, as evidenced by their midweek home loss to the Urawa Red Diamonds, um, and as actually evidenced by the results and performances all season, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, they're not good. So my charity pick this week will be a Nagoya win at home to Shimizu Espals. The other two that I could have had, and I'm just going to mention now, mm-hmm. uh, Sagan Tosu versus Tokyo. Uh, Tokyo are a team that I always talk about as being very worthwhile betting on, but you have to pick your moments. I think this is a good moment away at Sagantosu. You'll get Tokyo at evens. Um, and the other is the Uruba Red Diamonds against Yokohama FC. That's newly promoted Yokohama FC, who after getting a couple of good wins reasonably early on, I think have found their level and are getting quite consistently beaten. Yeah. Um, and the Uruba Reds, well, so annoying. So spawny. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're so inconsistent. Um, but it's a good spot to be backing them at home at odds of five to seven. But the charity pick, once again, Nagoya to beat Shimizu Espos. Yeah, and I mean, even with your when you were talking about Urawa there, it doesn't matter what happens in their games. You can throw away a two-goal lead and just come back and win it late on anyway. So, oh, um, Urawa won a 6-5. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, so I am moving to Norway for my pick. And my pick this week is on Sunday. It is Alessunt versus Rosenberg, and I'm taking Rosenberg away at 6-11. to 11. Now, the reason you're getting Ro- Rosenberg at such a good price is because they're playing tonight. They're playing tonight against Alanya Sport in the Europa League. Um, now, Alessunt are terrible. We have covered this in the podcast before. They've lost the last five games on the spin. They lost 5-2. They lost 1-0. They lost 1-0 again. <laughs> I, can hear, I can hear and see a dog in the background there. Um, so uh, Rosenberg have been pretty good over the last uh, five fixtures. They won 2-1 against Hagesund. Uh, they beat Vent Splits in the Europa League 5-1. Um, they had the three-each draw with Rosenberg and the two-each draw with Stabek. Um, they've been pretty good, and I expect them to beat bottom of the league, Alicent. If you look at where both these teams sit in the overall standings, Rosenberg are in fourth, just out with the Europa League and Champions League spots. Uh, Alicent are solidly in the relegation places having played 18 games and getting 7 points from them they've conceded 53 goals and scored 23 total Rosenberg have only conceded 19 goals all season and have won 30 uh, and have scored 34 now I think um, Rosenberg are going to comfortably win this away from home and the reason you're getting them at a big price is purely because they've played they're playing tonight but they're playing tonight at home against a team who are bringing no fans to, to a game and they are then going away to Alicent. So, comfortable, away victory, 3-5, 6-11 is the prices you're getting at just now. So, thank you with that intro from Bodhi there. Um, yeah, uh, that's a, apologies to people, that was my, my dog. He has learned now how to open the door to this attic. Uh, which is where I, when I sit and record, he can do it by himself. Yep. Um, so... That's him wanting me to throw the throw the tennis ball about with him. But that's the charity bet for this week. It's Rosenborg away at Allison, uh, Nagoya at home to Shimitsu, and Valencia at home to Huesca. 
Okay, I, I like them. And, and let's see, hopefully our first sponsor brings us some brilliant luck in the charity bet. And again, that's Moss by Heather sponsoring this week's charity bet. Moving on to the general uh, wrap-up for the weekend. Uh, G-Man, I've already spoken about the other couple of games that I like. That was Tokyo away at Sagantosu, uh, Even Money and Urua at home to Yokohama. Uh, odds of five to seven. Is there anything else that you considered this week and maybe didn't make the cut for yeah. the official picks? Actually, there's there's a quite a few um, because of so I thought Ketakushi was the best outsider I could have I could have found this week. However, I think in France's league two, there's a couple of games that I'll have as part of a maybe a five team accumulator if I do one this weekend. So um, Dunkirk are playing away to Rode. Dunkirk have been okay since they've came up. They got a good win against Valenciennes. Uh, they played a friendly against uh, David Bates's Hercule Rouge um, and drew one each. Uh, they drew with Claremont. They haven't actually lost a game so far. They beat uh, Boulogne, as we talked about before. Rode haven't been very good. They drew with Sochaux. They lost to Cayenne. They lost to Pau, another team who've just came up as well. Um, I think Dunkirk are really good value at 94. Um, and they're a, a pretty good price for that. They were the only other team that I'd say is worth mentioning, but I'd say have a look at Teams we've talked about in these divisions before, there's a lot of games that are in the French second division about that price. I'd, I wouldn't be confident back in the home team as a banker. I'd be looking at the away team as much more of an outsider. But that's the only other pick that I'd like to issue this week. Moving on to the just a wrap-up of what's been happening in the fantasy sports. Obviously, the Trample Bet Club, Patreon members and members of our Facebook group. Uh, playing in various different fancy leagues. And the fancy baseball season is almost at an end. As we record this, there are four days left uh, before we crown our first champion, albeit in a a COVID-shortened season. And that looks like it's going to be Chris Kelly, who leads the way in the fancy baseball points league. Uh, A whole 387.5 points ahead of me. So that's uh, that's pretty much done. I think we can yeah. we can call that done and dusted. Um, although there are various various different side bets on the goal, G man. So I'm excited for them. Yes, I am excited to uh, the two player challenge is the one that I stand most of a chance in. So I just need Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to hit like nine home runs tonight to quell the uprising that Jason Stott of the Facebook group has been pulling together uh, with his <laughs> one of his picks. Uh, going, it really helped me out by uh, going on paternity leave for a couple of days, <laughs> and I do wish that. Uh, Eugenio Suarez had maybe taken an extra couple really got to know the wee man um, as I th- that's the thing see if that had been where we recorded the podcast in Scotland he probably would have got like fucking three weeks paternity leave yeah he would as have it's, as, it's, as it's in the States two days yeah that's it you can wear the papoose with a baby in it and bat if you'd like son but that's all you get <laughs> that's it get back to work <laughs> yeah um, moving on to football uh, the fantasy Premier League uh, so the English Premier League we have a points league there uh, that's open to all the members of our Facebook group. We've got 35 players in it. Ian McEwen's team, McEwen's 11, rather imaginatively named, yep. uh, lead the way. Uh, game week score uh, of 70 points in game week two, so 157 points total. Uh, Jamie Hutchison, um, who won the five-team ACA challenge a couple of years ago, Gordon, is second on 153 points. The good news for Jamie is, though, that Ian hasn't paid his fiver into the league. So, so he doesn't make the cut. That's it. He, he, yeah. he was he was he was an auto renewal from last year. So in terms of actual cash monies, uh, there's a reasonable prize. Thirty five players in a, in a cash league. Uh, Jamie Hutchinson is in pole position. But where it all matters is the fancy Premier League draft. This is what you want to be a part of. This is what you want to be in. Yep. <laughs> Four teams have won their opening two matchups. Um, so congratulations to Ollie Hornby, John Walker. 
Andrew Sweeney and current leader in points difference, Eddie Friel, all t- tied at the top of the table on six points. It will be no surprise to anyone that you, Gordon, are bottom of the league on zero points and yeah. the largest negative points differential. Yes, I uh, made some good signings this week. Uh, made signing this week. Um, so I'm hopeful I'll come back. Much better point total for me this week. Got 30 points. Uh, I think Ollie ended up with 40-something uh, to beat me. So uh, coming back strongly this week, looking to take the Gators in a snappier formation this week and hopefully get us some Ws. That's it. That's been the podcast for yeah. Saturday, September 26, 2020. We will be back next weekend with our regular host, John Walker. Um, so looking forward to that already, where hopefully we can report back on a 12 out of 12 mega cooping week. Cash money week. Yes. But join the join the Facebook group. Uh, search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Uh, ask to join the group. Um, help us out on Patreon. So that's patreon.com forward slash trampled bet. And check out our rather excellent website that our producer Gary Black has put a lot of work into and it looks slick as. That's trampledbet.com. That's it. Happy hunting. Bye. Podcast Network.